Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. In Bethel, New York, they found a farmer who was interested in doing something, his name Max Yasger. The story goes that they offered Max Yasger $50 a day for the use of his farm. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. Who are you? I am Tammy Burns. I'm Joe Burns. We are broadcasting from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. It's warm down here, but we're moving into those fall months. No, now, we're look, not. Now, look, I am late on this one. Nobody knows how late I am on this one than me. I want to talk about Woodstock today. Ooh, my and, favorite subject. I and, love it. And I understand, I get it, that Woodstock was back in August and I really should have done something about it. If you didn't hear it, we have every June or July, we did it in June this year, the uh, interview segments. We do four of them right in a row, sometimes five right in a row. And this year we spoke to a lot of people who were at Woodstock, the electricians, the guy who set up the sound. Uh, there's a gentleman who's trying to sell off the Woodstock stage as a fundraiser and such. So and we he's doing to it. He's doing quite well. He's giving a lot of the money he's making to charity. And you can find all of that on our website. If you want to listen to our podcasts or our regular shows, you can find that at southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rockschool. The reason I want to go back to Woodstock is not because I think we need to revisit it. It's because I found new information and I decided to sort of bulk it up with other information. What you never hear about Woodstock is how much everything cost. What do you the, mean? You never hear about how much each band was paid. Okay. You never. What you hear is about they they attempted to make money with it, but they crashed the gate. Okay. Well, how much were the tickets? All I ever hear is failure when it comes to money. In terms of Woodstock, uh-huh. you're quite correct. Now they did make their money back, but it was mostly because of the. Uh, uh, mostly because of the movie. But the question is, what was the budget for the movie? How much did they pay Max Yasger for his farm? Really? How much did they pay someplace else that told him to go away, like like um, uh, Wallkill, New York? How much was paid to each band uh, that played? How much was this? How much was that? And I have all those numbers. It took me a long time to piece it together, but it, it came together because I received um, a message from somebody that said, have you seen this? And it was a piece of paper that has since been showed, classicrock.com has uh, proven that it's true. It shows what every band made at Woodstock. There's an old statement that what the Woodstock people did was get a hold of one serious 
rock band. That was Creedence Clearwater Revival. And once they got them, then there was a domino effect. Okay. If John Fogarty and his band are willing to do this, we can do it as well. So I have here how much every band was paid. And then the budgets for all kinds of sections in Woodstock showing you what it actually cost and then how much they actually made. Let's go backwards. Most people know that the uh, number one paid person at Woodstock was Jimi Hendrix. They wanted it to be Bob Dylan, but he was on his way to the Isle of Wight Festival, so they gave it to Jimi Hendrix. In case you're wondering, Hendrix made $18,000. What does that mean? Adjusting for inflation to 2019, he would have made, if today's money was back then, $115,000. $115,000. That's really not a tremendous amount. It's not. Uh, Justin Timberlake asks for a million dollars every time he plays. Wow. And he ain't Jimi Hendrix. But let's go down to the bottom. Yeah. Quill. You probably don't know who Quill is. Oh, I I don't. Quill was a band that played for $375. Why? The people who were in that area, the four guys that put together Woodstock Ventures. Uh Most people are asking, why is it called Woodstock if it didn't take place in Woodstock? I'm going to tell you. Okay. They liked the band. It was a bar band. Oh. So they gave them 375 which, by the way, would have been $2,400 in today's music. Yeah. Keith Hartley was a drummer. He played with John Mayle, but had the Keith Hartley band. They liked him. They hired him. I like it. Sha Na Na played. Some people say it was Sha Na Na's first gig. Not so. It was their first major gig. Okay. And I'm not sure they knew it was major at the time. They paid him $700. And here is the thing that should make you cry. Santana was only paid $750 to play. So how much did it cost? Oh, I love it. That's what we're doing today. I have the budget from multiple sections of Woodstock. We'll tell you what they are. Okay, what are we going to play? Exactly. You're not really going to play the Woodstock album again, are you? Yeah, you are. No, no, I'm not. Wait, no, you're not? I ran into a wonderful little blog online where somebody said, what was the first song to mention Woodstock? And I have all these uh, going back and forth. But the one I want to play for you is Soul Man by Sam and Dave. Okay? It mentions Woodstock? It was released two years before Woodstock. And the only reason I'm playing it is because there's a line in it that says, I was brought up from good stock. Okay? Uh-huh. Some people think it says, I was brought up in Woodstock. Okay. And the reason they chose that was because Woodstock was this little dinky town. Right. Is it true? I don't know. You guys listen to it. Does it say Woodstock? Believe me, the rest of the songs are blatantly Woodstock. I'm just throwing this one out because I thought it was a neat little discussion. Love it. Soul Man on Rock School.
Okay, coming out of Soul Man, I always thought it said I was educated from good stock. Yeah. Now that we've listened to it again... No, they're in Woodstock. It sounds like Woodstock, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does. Maybe it's the power of suggestion, but man, it sounds like Woodstock. I think it's creepy. And when I ran into that blog and it said, what was the first song to actually state it? Somebody denoted it and I went, you got to be kidding me. And I went to YouTube and played it. It says Woodstock. Amen, brother. Yes, it does. All right, let's start talking about numbers and what people were paid to actually do, play, and be part of Woodstock. Now, remember Woodstock was started... By four guys. Who are they? Michael Lang, Artie Kornfeld, Joel Roseman, and John P. Roberts. Now, here's the situation. Because a lot of people say, look, this took place in either Wallkill, New York, which they told him to get lost twice. Right. Or it took place in Bethel, New York. Why on earth is it called Woodstock? Good question. Okay, here we go. In 1969, Roberts and Roseman were in New York City. They were entrepreneurs, and they were a process of building Media Sound. It was a large audio recording studio they wanted to put in Manhattan. Okay? Joel Roseman comes along, and he wants to build a studio in... Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Woodstock, New York. Really? The lawyer that was working for both of them said, Look, you fellows are split. Uh-huh. If the four of you would come together you could probably pull your money and do more. So the beginning of it was the idea of, do we build this recording studio in New York City? Do we build this recording studio in Woodstock, New York? Woodstock. And the purpose of it, we have this thing here in town called, well, Bogalusa, it's an hour away. Mm -hmm. It's called Studio in the Country. Major albums are there, and the purpose of it is these rock stars can get the heck out of these major cities. They can stay in these wonderful little cabins and be at a professional recording studio. Right. And that's the concept. They thought it was a good idea. So the four of them got together and formed Woodstock Ventures. Why? Because they wanted to start a recording studio in Woodstock, New York. Now we know why it's called. Right. Yes. The idea of a for-profit concert was brought up. Who brought it up? I don't know. I'm sure if you asked all four of them, they would each go, oh, I did it. Yes. And what they wanted to do was use the land where the studio would be built. Thus, Woodstock, right? Here's the problem. Nobody wanted to play. Nobody wanted to go out into the middle of a field and play. Why? So what they started doing was throwing tons of cash Uh at different bands. And finally, CCR, I mean, I'd have done it. CCR went, wait, you're going to pay me twice my normal amount of money to come out into the middle of a cornfield and play? Yes. Okay. So they offered them $10,000. It was the equivalent of $68,000 in today's money. That was a lot of money back then, oh, right? back then it was ridiculous. 68000 mm-hmm. is a lot of money today. Yeah, you're right. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said earlier, Justin Timberlake asks for a million. Bruno Mars asks for a million plus. But CCR was one of a bunch of 70s bands that were going on. It was twice what they wanted, and they said yes, and then the dominoes began to fall. Okay, now we have a concern. Where do we put it? 
How do we pay for it? How much do we pay the lighting? How much do we play the audio? And oh I goodness. have all no, of that. No, you don't. Yes, I do. We'll be back. And well, let me tell you a couple other ones here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Melanie, as in, I got a brand new pair of roller Oh, I love Melanie. She made $750, which is five grand today. John B. Sebastian made a thousand dollars and the group Sweetwater made $1,250 which would be the equivalent of $8,000 today. What was the first song to mention Woodstock? I think now it was Soul Man but here are some other ones. Route 17 had a song called Going to Bethel which was released in 1969. It sounds like this on Rock School. When summer day us daddy's dream Pilgrims travel toward a dream as the rain came down. Hundred thousand, maybe more, with tents and bedrolls heading for Catskill Town. We were going to Bethel if we had to walk to get there. Okay, coming out of Route 17, is it the first song to mention Woodstock? Well, I still think it's Soul Man. I'm not going to keep saying that, but it's early, I'll tell you that. I've got some other ones here from a wonderful little blog I ran into. Okay, how much? How much did it cost to go to Woodstock? How much did they make? And of course, it was all destroyed when a half a million people just crashed through the gates right. and such. But yeah, give me some. Give me the some. idea of Woodstock was always to be a for-profit entity. This idea really, of it, it oh, wasn't yeah. peace, love, and no. rolling the mud. No, this peace, love thing, and all that—that's nice. But the purpose was to make money, tickets. And by the way, I should I should take a picture of this and put it up. Do it. I have. I have a poster of Woodstock, number one. It's not an original poster. It's from the original silk screens. Right. But it is not an original poster. And you can always tell an original poster if it says Joan Baez is the first act. Right. Because she was supposed to be first, but she was not. And when we get to how much that person was paid, I'll tell you who it was. Tickets, and by the way, I have three tickets. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have four. I have one day, one day, one day, and then I have a three-day ticket set. Tickets for the three-day event cost $18 in advance and $24 at the gate. If you sold them today, about $120 and $160. Oh, that's cheap. For three days of music? You betcha. Oh, my goodness. It stated that 186 
thousand advanced sales tickets were sold. Okay. Wait, say that number one more 186, time. One hundred eighty-six thousand advanced sales tickets. Oh my were gosh, sold. that is so many people. The <gasps> limit was supposed to be two hundred thousand. Okay, so All they're right? under. Yep, yep. Now, just using the number one hundred eighty-six thousand times sixteen. Okay, mm-hmm. because not everybody bought the three-day ticket, okay. so I dropped it a little bit. Woodstock Ventures had two million nine hundred seventy-six thousand dollars to play with. No, they nah. Uh-uh, yep, uh-uh. they did to begin with. Advanced sales were two million nine hundred seventy-six thousand dollars. <gasps> Just do one hundred eighty-six thousand times sixteen. Wow! And that's what you come up wow. with. Wow! So they had money. They and had you, cash, yeah. Right, and you say to yourself, "Now, come on, that's it. They can pay for it." Oh no, things tend to happen. Joe Cocker, maybe <laughs> one of his greatest concerts ever. Uh-huh. He was paid $1,375 or the equivalent of nine grand today. Oh, yes. Tim Harden was, he was a folk guy. He wrote a song called If I Were a Carpenter, I know which that has been song. covered by if a bunch I of people. Were a carpenter, That's it. And Tim you Harden were wrote it. That. That's the concept, yeah. And also, Mountain was paid $2,000. Oh, I love Mountain. Tim Harden and he were both paid $2,000. And by the way, Mountain might have the first song after Woodstock to mention Woodstock. He has a song called, I say he, the group, uh-huh. has a song called For Yasger's Farm. Yep. Sounds like this on Rock School. And the idea was that it would be in Woodstock. Woodstock immediately said no. So they went to a place called Wallkill, New York. Wallkill immediately said no. 
they went to a place called Saugerties, which, by the way, is where uh, Woodstock, I think it was 96, mm-hmm. might have been 99, but Saugerties is where that one happened. Well, they said no to the original. Then the Woodstock venture capitalists found Mills Industrial Park, also in Wallkill, New York. It was an individually owned item, and they made the statement, okay, you can use it. And they gave them a $10,000 holding fee. Okay. The city of Wallkill said no. Why? So they had to pull out. Once Nothing again, the town happens killed in it. Wallkill. And by the way, the when they said no, mm-hmm. they had to go find another place. The the venture capitalists had to go find another place. From what I read, the ten thousand dollar holding fee was not returned. Are you serious? Yeah. In Bethel, New York, yes. they found a farmer who was interested in doing something. His name Max Yasger. The story goes that they offered Max Yasger $50 a day for the use of his farm. <laughs> now, it's not just the three days. Oh, there was going to be three weeks previous. There was going to be a week afterwards. It well, still isn't much money. No. It is said that Max Yasger sat right down at his table because they went into his house and yeah. said, Hey, Max, hey, Max. I, I love you doing it. He did mathematics on it, and he said, fellas, I make more than this selling milk. Yeah. When all was done, they handed him a check for $75,000. Okay, that's fair. However, it's not known. I get it. He got 75 grand. Yeah. It's not known how much Yasger lost through bad press in Bethel because people started putting signs up in their businesses that Uh said, don't buy Yasger milk. He likes hippies. Guess what? Don't buy it for 10 years. I've got enough money to survive. Speaking of years. Yes. When you read about what happened to the farm, it it depends who you read. It was Uh a year. It was two years. It was three years. But at least for a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe a little bit more, the farm was not able to support cows. Right. It was trampled to death because of the grass. And you think to yourself, well, the grass is going to grow back. Well, look, look, I don't know anything about farming. Right. But the story goes that, yes, he was very nice. Yes, he addressed the crowd. Yes, he made 75 grand, but he had 150 head of cattle. Yep, yep, yep. And they were on too small a land and Uh he had to sell some of them off. Right. It's okay. You know what? Yeah. 75,000. You can make it for a couple of years. There's the mathematics of it. Okay, who is listening to us on this here Rock School radio show? KFOK in Sacramento, California. Spectacular. Back in a minute to talk more of the money from Woodstock. Coming out of the break, let me give you a few more numbers that the act 
acts that played at Woodstock were paid. The Incredible String Band was paid $2,250, which is $14,000 in today's money. Grateful Dead received $2,500, as did Country Joe and the Fish, $2,500. If you want to knock it out, that's $16,000 in today's money. And then 10 years after, this is interesting that 10 years after, made more than the Grateful Dead. I I understand Country Joe and the Fish because they really only had that one Vietnam song. Whoopee, Uh we're all gonna die. Uh, Ten years after, made $32.50, which is $20,000 in two days' money. I love Ten Years After. So do I. Most people only know it for that, I'd love to change the world. But Alvin Lee as a guitarist, my gosh. More money paid out. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Woodstock Ventures had to pay out. $16,000 was given to Bill Hanley. He was hired to do the sound. Beresford Chip Monk. His name was Beresford Monk, Uh and everybody knew him as Chip. That makes sense. He was hired to do the lighting and the stage and was paid $7,000. And you know that for sure because you just interviewed both of those guys, right? I didn't I didn't talk to Chip Monk. He's okay. not around anymore, but Bill Handley, I did. Yep. 16 grand. Okay? Moving forward. So what is that for the light and the sound and the uh, music? That's 16 plus 7,000, that's $23,000. Again, 69 money, 1969 money. It's not a lot of money. It doesn't seem that way. Seems a shoestring budget when these guys had over $2 million, had pushing $3 million. Whoa. Okay, moving along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturday, when the gates crashed, the rain was coming down. There's a half a million people where there is supposed to be less than 200,000. A lot of performers went we're not going on right if you don't pay us in cash in a brown bag with a dollar sign on the front we ain't doing it so what happened is organizer john roberts used his trust fund as collateral to open an emergency loan wait a second that's truth his trust fund look these from his mom and dad these people were not were not in any way shape or form without Means Well, thank God. Okay. Huh? Organizers finally convinced the manager of a local bank to open up at midnight, open up the vault no. on Saturday, no. and get physical cash to hand to these people. <gasps> really? That's the oh idea. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would never happen today. Oh, They'd no. look at you and go, are you serious? Get lost. I got to get a good night's sleep. I need to play another song. Is this the first one to mention Woodstock? No, probably not. Melanie played at Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Melanie, if, if you if you have ever heard the idea of lighting a lighter at a, uh, a concert, yep. many people believe it came from Melanie because the rain had stopped for a while and they handed out candles and she said, if we light the candles, we can keep away the rain. Really? Look, it's a woeful misunderstanding of how meteorology works. Melanie did not know what was going on. But the fact remains, I'm sure it was a very, very pretty thing. Yeah, you know, Today, you're not even allowed to use the thing. You got to use your phone and all that. Yeah. But Melanie has a song called Lay Down Candles in the Rain. Came out in 1970. It's pretty. Sounds like this on Rock School.
Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Let me give you some more of the people who played at Woodstock. What they made, Johnny Winter was given 3750 That's twenty four grand in today's money. Mm-hmm. Ravi Shankar, $4,500. I... You know, I get it. It's Ravi Shankar and all that. Have you ever listened to him play I the have. sitar? I have. Boy, it's amazing. It is to me, at least. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. So many people make the statement it was the first time they ever played together. No, hard, it wasn't. Hard to believe that. There had to be some practices. But is it the first time they played in concert together? I guess it depends on what you consider concert. So let's all pretend that. Uh, also, Arlo Guthrie, they also made $5,000. He also made $5,000, which is 32000 in two days' money. So, let's do seven days and 70 seconds at the bottom of the hour. These are the rock and roll dates, August 26th all the way through September 1. You got Monday, go. August 26, 1977, Kiss played the Forum in Inglewood, California. That night and the two that follow became the album Kiss Alive 2. August 27, 1977, Jackson Brown plays the Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland and records the loadout, Stay. August 28, 2003, Madonna and Britney Spears play Smacky Face. You gave that to me? <laughs> yeah. On live TV at the MTV Music Awards. Actually, they played Revive the Career, but oh, yeah, Smacky up. Face. August 29, 1966, the Beatles play their last paid concert, Candlestick Park, San Francisco. August 30th, 1993, Billy Joel is the first guest on David Letterman after he went to CBS. August 31st, 1971, John Lennon leaves and never returns to England. He lives in New York. Mm -hmm. And September 1, 2008, Jerry Reed dies of pneumonia as a result of lifelong smoking, ladies and gentlemen. A few more here. The Who. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed one. Richie Havens was paid $6,000. Richie Havens is the one that started Woodstock. It was supposed to be Joan Baez. That's what. That's how you know quickly if you have a real poster okay, or not. Okay, tell me. Now, I get it. It can be faulted that Joan Baez is first, but if you ever see a poster that has Richie Havens first... That's the real one? No, it's fake. Really? Richie Havens was never to start Woodstock. Joan Baez didn't make it. And the people... You want to talk about guts. There's The gates hadn't quite crashed yet. Yeah. So there's 200,000 people out there. Richie Havens is a troubadour. It's him and a guitar. That's it. I know, right? And here is to be, you know, Joan Baez. And they looked around and said, it's time to start. She's not here. And Mm. Richie Havens went, I'll do it. I'll do it. I got this. What guts? The Who was also paid $6,250. That's the equivalent of 40 grand today. And that will do that. Let's play another one that may very well be the first one that said Woodstock. There's a group called turquoise that recorded a song called Woodstock in 1968. Take a listen to the lyrics. Is it the first? It was previous. It was being talked about. We'll see what it sounds like here on Rock School. Yeah. 
don't you laugh Please don't you Into the break. I can tell you I could not find much about the Woodstock album, the vinyl, the thing that people bought. Really? Obviously, it's CD now and obviously MP3. I know the album went platinum. Now, it was a three-album set. Right. So it was quite successful, but... The people who created it didn't keep all the money. Obviously, there was a distributor and all those different things. And I know for a fact that Bill Hanley captured the audio of it. And the reason I know that is because, again, I interviewed him right. during our June interviews. He, uh, you, By the way, you can find it if you want to hear it at southeastern.edu slash rockschool. It's back in June. But he was the one that captured it. He had two boards going. One was for the live sound and one was for the capture uh, onto, I think he said, two four-track machines, and that became the record. Right. Okay, so how much did Woodstock Ventures make off of that? I don't know. However, I do know what the budget was for the movie. Okay. A deal with Warner Brothers was cut for $600,000 to film the event. That's according to IMDb. The film had a box office gross of $50 million. Once again, according to IMDb. The project was given to documentary filmmaker Michael Wadley. Martin Scorsese, a recent film school graduate, was part of the crew. Ladies and gentlemen, Woodstock Ventures was slated to receive 20% of the profits, 25% of the profits. Now, if you take that $50 million dollars, Take away $600,000 because that was the upfront money. Right. And then give them 25%. Uh-huh. That's about $12 million. Wow. And if you remember, I spoke to the electrician who uh-huh. was at Woodstock. His name was Robert Pantel. Yes. And according to Robert Pantel, it wasn't until the movie was successful that everybody was paid in full. Thank you. At least that's the way I took what he said. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio KSKU Show? KSKU in Ashland, Oregon. Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Thank you. 
Okay, coming out of the break, let me give you a few more of what the bands at Woodstock made. Canned Heat made $6,500. That's more than The Who. Mm-hmm. Really? Sly and the Family Stone made seven grand. That's 45000 in today's money. Both Janis Joplin and Jefferson Airplane made $7,500. The band, if you remember, they wanted Bob Dylan serious-like. Yeah, where was he? He was over at the Isle of Wight. There was what an the Isle of heck? Wight. It's an island that's in, I believe, the English Channel. So I'm going to guess it's owned by Britain. Good God, how would you know that crap? Could be France, but I'm not sure about that. All right. Uh, that's the band, and that's as close as you could get to Bob Dylan. Creedence Clearwater Revival, as we said earlier, made $10,000. Okay, what were the final numbers? Roberts, Roseman, Lang, and Kornfeld, that's Woodstock Ventures, spent $3.1 million. In case you're wondering, that's 15 mil in today's money. Ooh. They took in just $1.8 million. Therein lies my concern. Okay. They say that 186,000 tickets were sold, which would have, if I did the math correctly, about $2.9 million. Right. Which means a lot of people who said they were going to buy the tickets apparently did not make they the money. Lied. Exactly uh-huh. that. Robert's wealthy family, in case you're wondering, Robert's, he's the guy that was able to get the, you know, the money. He comes from the Polydent family. As in the as denture. As in the denture family? Yeah, the denture nice. adhesive. Yeah. Nice. Spend that money. The family agreed to temporarily cover the enormous debt, paying off what they were repaid, but it wasn't until the early 80s that everyone was able to basically kill the remainder of the debt. What a life. And like I said, a mm-hmm. lot of it was because of the movie. Yeah. It was so successful. You would think with all of that, lawsuits were filed like crazy. No, no. There was only really one lawsuit filed that was Monticello Raceway, 12 miles away from Bethel, which asked for $300,000 that it claimed it lost during their weekend because of jammed highways and no one could get in to take a look at the cars that were going super, super fast. (laughs) Okay, what was the first song to mention Woodstock? Here's another one from that wonderful little blog that I have. Stephen Duboff has a song called In the Paceful Valley, Woodstock 1969. It was released in, you'll never guess, 1969. Sounds like this on Rock School. On an August morning, I woke up yawning and packed my things. Jumped in the car Of our 
Okay, coming into the final break, there's only three acts that I haven't told you about. I know Creedence Clearwater Revival made 10 grand, but so did Joan Baez, even though she was late. Come on, Joan. Uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears uh-huh. made 15 grand. There's 95,000. And of course, I said earlier in the show, Jimi Hendrix made 18 grand. There was also Iron Butterfly or Iron Butterfly. Right. Now, they were to be paid approximately $6,000, but could not get to the place, thus could not perform. I don't have the answer whether they were actually paid the money or not. Because they, could, they couldn't get there because of the traffic, right? The traffic and such. But yeah. look, there were helicopters and such. I, there's a lot more to that story than people know. Mm-hmm. And I wish I knew what Please it was. Please find out. I have for this last break. Mm-hmm. Do you know there, there was a window, or pardon me, a Woodstock 94? I almost said Windows, as if Bill Gates did it. I know, right? There was a Woodstock 94. There was a Woodstock 99. Yep, yep. There was supposed to be a Woodstock 50 this year. What happened? Now, I'm talking about money in this show. Woodstock 50 was canceled. Why? Money. Really? No kidding. Here's the story. It says here that permits could not be secured to have the concert at Woodstock. That, to me, sounds untrue. The original concert organizer, Michael Lang, he was one of the original four. Yeah. He tells a different story. Lang is the head of Woodstock 50, and they hired a Japanese advertising company called Dentsu to advertise and promote the show. Okay? The idea was that tickets would be $450. Now, that's for three days. Okay, not so... uh, And major, major names, right? Yep, I'm there. It was promised, this Dentsu, Mm -hmm. that 150,000 tickets or more would be sold. They could not reach the halfway Mark, you have got to be kidding! No, they could not. There was also a uh, a lesser part of the show, a person called Superfly, or a website called Superfly, right. which was a festival producer. What happened was, and this is why most people think Woodstock Fifty died. Dentsu, the Japanese company that was hired to promote the show, mm-hmm. when the tickets weren't sold. There was a pot of money that was set up sort of previous to the show to show everybody, look, we're not destitute. We have the money, but we're going to make up the rest of it with the sale of tickets. Okay. When the tickets didn't come in, Dentsu reached into that pot, took $18 million and split. No. Yes. It was stated that to move forward, they needed an additional $9 million. Uh That simply wasn't there because Dentsu took the money. Wow. This whole thing about permits, it's horse manure. Okay. But 
It goes on further that this Superfly, the festival producer, mm -hmm. also reached into the pot and took money out when they were of the opinion it couldn't be done. You're the festival producer. You're the one that was supposed to sell the 150,000 tickets but you still went in there and took your money. And here's the thing. Yeah. If you don't do it now on the 50th, you're not going to have a lot of performers that were originally there when you go back to do 75. That is true. And there was supposed to be some that were there. John Fogarty was yeah. on board. But it was a lot of today's people. Jay-Z was supposed to be there and a bunch of rap artists. And, mm -hmm. and you know, okay, fine, lovely. Densu stated they took the money because they were given the assumption that Woodstock 50 would sell 150,000 tickets and draw $22 million in media and sponsorship ship sales. Mm -hmm. It did not. So what they did was go in and grab their 18 million that they were promised just to come aboard. So there's supposed to be a lawsuit. No. There's supposed to be all this stuff. No. And Densu said, go ahead, sue us. We're no. just doing what we were promised. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Festival organizers state that all artists have been paid in full. However, we're starting to see rumblings that that is absolutely not true. Mm. You can't capture lightning in a bottle. You can't recreate magic. How many shows ago did we do that idea? You can't go viral. Yeah. Because you can't make magic. Right. I don't doubt Woodstock 50 would have been a great concert. It wouldn't have been Woodstock 1969. It just wouldn't have worked. Mm. Because now we live on this idea of cash. And cash didn't get done. Densu took the money. Superfly took the money. And the whole thing went off the edge of a cliff and exploded in a wily e. coyote cloud. So sad. The end. That's what I got from Woodstock. That's what I have in terms of the budgets and all of that. And also why That's 50 died. That's not happy. Yeah, it's not good. Okay, I got to play one more. Do you know Charlie Brown? Yeah. What's the name of the little yellow bird? Woodstock. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. There's a song for him called Little Birdie. They played it in a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I'll finish with that and then play a couple more tunes to meet time of 59 minutes. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed.